Hey, what's going on, everybody? Way Out Devotional. Look, I want to ask this question real quick. How do you view the wonderful works of God? That's right, the wonderful works of God. God is doing wonderful works in in your life, around your life, in other people's lives, and other different things. You can see God working if you truly look for it, and if you truly open your eyes to it. And uh, so my question is, how do you perceive that? How do you view that? See, Psalms 111, starting in verse 2, says this. It says, the works of the Lord are are great. He says, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will never be he will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people the power of his works. And giving them the heritage of the nations. And I can continue to go on. The works of his hands are verity and justice. They are fast and forever. He talks about all the wonderful works of God. And so why am I talking about this? Well, because I'm in Acts 2. And as I'm reading in Acts 2, this is the story of when all the... um. The 120 were up in the upper room, and the Holy Spirit suddenly came upon them. It was like a rushing wind and fell upon them, and then they started speaking in other tongues, uh, you know, in other native languages and other unknown tongues and other things like that. I'm not going to get into all the whole tongues part about it or whatever, but that's where they at, and that's what was going on. So in Acts chapter 2, verse 11 through 13, this is what it says. He says, so the Cretans and the Arabs, he was talking about all the list of the different people that were there that were hearing the tongues in their native language. And he says, we were hearing them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. They were hearing the wonderful works of God, of how God was doing things, how great he was, how majesty he was, all the other, the wonderful works, they were hearing that. So they were all amazed and perplexed saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Verse 13, others mocking him, others mocked and said they're either drunk or full of new wine. And so once again, I ask you this question, how do you view the works of God? Because it's evident God is doing work in your life, around you, in other people's lives, whatever the case may be, and he is always working. He's always working. But how are we viewing it? Three ways that we can view it that I'm getting it from this passage right here. We can either view the wonderful works of God by amazing or being perplexed or being mocking. I'm going to break that down. See, right here he says that the wonderful works, they were all amazed. See, the thing about that, being amazed, see, when uh, in Luke 5, I think it was, when they took the, paral- the paralytic man, they opened up, and Mark as well, and they opened up, and they brought the man down uh, to get uh, healed. And so once he got healed, and once he started walking around, all the people were amazed. They were amazed at seeing what God was doing. Or even in Acts 3 when Peter was uh, uh, walking to the beautiful gate and then there there was a lame beggar and then um, Peter reached down. He said, silver and gold have I not been in the name of Jesus Christ. Get up and walk. And the man was able to get up and walk and all the bystanders seen this and they were amazed. And see, there's things in your life, man, that God is doing, and you can truly be amazed if you want to see it like that. They were all amazed. And see, the thing about being amazed with what God is doing, you receive it and you rejoice in it. 
You don't question it. You don't doubt it. You don't just like try to find the negative in it or anything like that. Oh, well, this can't be or that can't be. No, you're amazed. You're like, wow, this is awesome. And it stirs something up in you, a hunger and thirst for righteousness to want to chase after not the things of God, but God himself, the one who is the creator of all the wonderful works that he's doing. You view it as amazing. Or they said they viewed it as amazing or perplexed. What is perplexed? They were they were confused, maybe, but not so much confused, but just in awe and just wonder, questioning, like what's really going on. And see, that's not a bad thing. Being perplexed or wondering, you're like, ha, ah, that's not a bad thing because what it does, it causes the individual to see something, to hear something, and causes them to want to seek and to search. But the question is, when you are perplexed and you're questioned, wondering what's really going on, what are you doing with that? See, here's the thing about it, man. When uh, Jesus came into his hometown, he done wonderful things. Matter of fact, it talks about in Luke 4, 22. He says, everyone there said good things about Jesus. They were amazed to hear him speak such wonderful words. Then they said, how is this possible? Isn't he Joseph's son? See, you can be first amazed and then it brings up some questioning, but don't let the questioning cause you to doubt and to walk away. See, what happened in uh, Jesus' hometown, they were all amazed, but then they started becoming perplexed, questioning it. And when they started questioning, they didn't run to Jesus. They ran from him saying, ah, this can't be real. Ah, he's just Joseph's son. And they started causing other different things to cause them to doubt what God was really doing in their life. You can be perplexed and question it, but let your questions cause you to run to Jesus and not away from Jesus. See, there in my life, man, I've you know, as I've been doing my Christian walk, man, you hear all these theologies, all these other different things, whatever the case may be. And if you're not careful, it can make you perplexed. It can make you question. It can make you wonder. But the beautiful thing about that is it has caused me to seek and search what the Lord and the Holy Spirit says. Listen, you got the greatest teacher of all living on the inside of you. Who is that? The Holy Spirit that teaches you. I want God's revelation instead of man's interpretation. So the perplex that has been taking place in my life over my Christian walk has caused me to want to seek and search the things of God, finding out for myself what the Lord is speaking. Matter of fact, if you understand it as well, um, when in Acts, Acts 17, you've got the uh, Bereans. Uh, uh, Paul was preaching and teaching and they were open-minded individuals and it started causing them to question and wonder what Paul was saying. So do you know what they did? They went and searched the scripture themselves, Acts 17 11. And because of them searching the scriptures themselves, what it caused is a lot of them to believe. See, here's the thing about it. You can be amazed, but it may bring question. It may bring doubt. It may bring concern to wonder, but let that cause you to run to Jesus, not away from him. Because the Lord wants to be intimate and personal with you, revealing the great things and the great works that he has done. It. Don't take it from man. Take it from the one who's over man. And so you can either look at it as being amazed or being perplexed and questioning and cause it to run you to Jesus, or the last way, what they did, some of them mocked it. They mocked Jesus. I mean, they mocked what was going on. They said, man, these guys are drunk. And as soon as you mock it, you then close your mind off to it, and you reject it, and you turn and you turn from it. See, the thing about it is, man, when they crucified Jesus, they all mocked him. 
They, they completely shut themselves off to it, saying it can't be real, it's not, and they mocked it and walked away. And they miss, they miss what God was doing. Matter of fact, Galatians 6 says this, God cannot be mocked. Being mocked meaning I'm laughing at it, I don't believe in it, I'm walking away from it. God cannot be mocked. Listen to me now, a man reaps what he sows. Cause the questioning and, and the wonderful works of God to cause you to want to seek him in what he is actually doing. Do not, I repeat, do not mock the things of God because you don't know what you could be missing. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And see, what happens is we use, we start mocking and we run from God and we end up getting consequences from it. Or you can use that thing when you're questioning and wondering, cause it to run you to God so you can seek him and find out what he's saying. Listen, there's wonderful works of God going on in our lives and around our lives. And so the question is, how will you view it and how will you perceive it? Listen, y'all have a great day. God bless.